Good morning, I'm Tom Robinson with Sports Atlantic. Held off Audubon's fourth quarter rally to win 66-60 at Audubon last night. The game played out as a tale of two halves. The Wheelers started with a boxing one defense on Atlantic's top scorer, Colton Rasmussen, who brought a 25.5 point per average into the contest and a 33-point effort against Shenandoah on Tuesday night. Ottoman broke out to a 4-0 early run. However, the Trojans adjusted, rolled to a 9-0 run, and led 13-9 at the end of the first quarter. The Trojans kept their foot on the gas in the second frame, outscoring Ottoman 27-12 behind Rasmussen's 14 first-half points. Gavin McLaren provided support with 11, and Nolan Waters spliced down a critical three-point basket for 40-21 lead at the break. Atlantic head coach Dalton Franklin was pleased with his team's effort at adjusting the Wheeler defense on Rasmussen. We, we were all in a rhythm right away. Our defense fueled our offense. We got some easy stuff in transition to start the game. And then it just, you know, we kept rolling from there. Um, ball movement was really good. It came out in a boxing one on Colton, and it didn't really phase us. Um, his teammates did a great job screening for him. Um, Rast did a great job moving around, finding the open spots. And thought Gavin McLaren did a great job attacking from the high post tonight. Um, just, just. Good contributions from everyone tonight. The Trojans came out in the third quarter and knocked down three from behind the arc off the hands of Rasmussen, McLaren, and Brock Henderson to lead 57-36. I love the fight from our guys tonight, Tom. We came out and took it to them right away, um, made it really hard on their guards um, all night, really, for the most part. Um, and then their big guy kind of got rolling there in the fourth. He's a good player. Um, I thought Brock Henderson did a heck of a job on him tonight. Uh, Brock played a really good game for us. Um, honestly, everybody that we put on the floor tonight did some good things for us. Um, and that, that's what you got to have. You got to have contributions from everybody. And we got that tonight. I um, was really happy with our defensive effort tonight. Um, it's they, they had a big fourth quarter, but we started turning the ball over against their pressure. Our half court defense was excellent tonight. Um, I, I'm really proud of our guys. We did what we wanted to do. We're building momentum going into break. Um, proud of the fight from our guys and finishing off uh, finishing off this week the right way. An Ottoman came out in the fourth quarter with a straight man-to-man defense, forcing turnovers, and behind 6'8 senior Edward Miller, who scored 17 points in the second half, eight during that fourth quarter run, finishing with a 24-9 run. Ottoman head coach Darren Miller says he was proud of his team's effort in the final frame despite the loss. You don't like to lose, but we, we were down 27 there in the third quarter. We could have easily laid down and quit, but we kept clawing back and we hit some big shots. And, you know, we kept on getting momentum, kept on getting a little more confidence. And I'm just really proud of them that we didn't quit and we didn't stop and we kept on fighting. Who led the uh, comeback? I think it was kind of our defense. You know, we switched. We were try, obviously trying to stop Colton. And uh, he's a good player, and we switched to a man-to-man, and we just got a few more steals and a few more, you know, easy buckets. And then, you know, we got to try to get the ball closer down at Edward, and thought he did a nice job scoring, and we got some good cookouts there from two. Coach Miller says the team's fourth-quarter rally gives his ball club something to build off of during the Christmas break. Absolutely. That's what I told him in the locker room. You know, we got to keep building off this. We, we played hard. We didn't quit, and we just gave 100% effort. And, you know, that's all you really can ask for. And I, before the game, we talked about just giving effort, and we have we have five days off. We can relax for five days. And so, yeah, we definitely can keep building off this and 
and uh, continue to grow. Edward Millard led the Wheelers with 22 points. Aaron Olson, 12. Austin Christensen, 8. Mason Steckler, 7. Carson Wessel, 4. Brody Schultz, 3. And Sully McLean chipped in 2. Colton Rasmussen led Atlantic with 26 points. Gavin McLaren with 16. Brock Henderson with 9. Tyrell Williams with 8. Nolan Waters with 5. And Rothman Vesti with 2. Atlantic Coast Glenwood on January 2nd for a Gold Boy doubleheader. Audubon is at ICAM Manning on January the 5th. Elsewhere in boys play last night in the Western Iowa Conference. Logan Magnolia 55, I.K. Manning 48. Underwood top Missouri Valley 69-41. Trainer beat HSTW 71-53. And Riverside 60, Tri-Center 51. Rolling Valley Conference scores. Woodbine boys 82, West Harrison 43. Xabra EHK over Cam 80-65. And Arweva 61. Maple Valley Antonoto Charter Acute 44. And East Union over Lamoni, 62-42 in non-conference play. West Central Conference, non-conference, Madrid, 79, West Fork, 59. ACGC, 50, Des Moines Christian, 49. Raccoon River Conference, ADM, 69, Van Meter, 54. Waverly, Shell Rock, 66, North Polk, 55. Ballard, 59, Excelsior Springs, 30. Girls scores last night in the Hawkeye 10, St. Albert over Atlantic 59-32. Denison Sleswig defeated East Sac County 48-41 in non-conference play. Creston over Odessa 31-30 in non-conference action. Elsewhere in girls in the Western Iowa Conference, Trainer 45, AHSDW 26, Logan Magnolia 48, IK Manning 22, Underwood 51, Missouri Valley 33, Tri-Center 44, Riverside 36. Rolling Valley Conference last night, Cam 59, Xyra HK 53, Woodbine 67, 25 over West Harrison, and Maple Valley Antonota Charter Cute over Arweaven 98-22. In the Pride of Iowa Conference, Nottoway Valley 61, Kemper Catholic 56 in non-conference play of Pride of Iowa versus Hawkeye 10 here. Southeast Polk Girls 78, Martinsdale St. Mary's 42 in non-conference play. And Lamoni over East Union 51-29 in non-conference action. West Central Conference, Des Moines Christian 48, ACGC 32, Madrid 53, GMG 36 in non-conference action. And Panorama over Pleasantville 80 to 29 in non-conference play. In the Lewis Central uh, Titans wrestling team traveled to Ankeny Thursday night for a triangular duel with Ankeny Centennial and West Des Moines Valley. Unfortunately for the Titans, they would fall in both duels on the night. It would be a close uh, battle with West Des Moines Valley, 54-28, followed by a tough loss uh, to Ankeny Centennial by a score of 66-6. Well, the SWAT Valkyrie girls wrestling program continues to win and improve. Zach Collins has this report. Swan Valkyrie saw some great competition at the Capra Catholic Tournament this week that featured some top finishers in the matches. The girls featured two first-place finishers in their weight classes with Stella Beattie at 155 and Grace Britton at 170, taking the first-place titles in the tournament that featured 19 different teams. Swan also had Haley Armstrong at 235, finishing second, and Jazz Christensen at 100, Mia South at 140, and Ellen Gerlock at 190, all finishing third. Yeah, no, that was, it was a very long tournament, but it was, it was a very good tournament. Um, there was 19 teams there. They didn't keep score of the team points, but we had overall, we had 
really good wrestling. There was some bigger teams that had ranked girls, and it's always good to see the um, tough competition because that prepares us better for the upcoming um, end of season and post-season play. So I think that just getting uh, the girls out there and having them experience those tough matches and getting that under their belt is fantastic for them to to build their self-esteem up and build their courage up going into postseason. As Grace Britton won the Camper Catholic Tournament, she also helped out these SWAT duels on Tuesday against Riverside. She is what head coach Tiffany South calls, quote, a cookie-cutter wrestler. Britton is not only smart on the mats and tough to beat, but she's an expert in the film room, as she's always looking for ways to improve and get better every day. You know, Grace has um, always been a strong wrestler, and she trains uh, year-round over at Grandview Wrestling um, over there. There's a club, and she just always works hard. She puts everything into what she does. Uh, she knows what she wants. She she studies the girls. like She studies film. She studies their positioning, and she is just like cookie cutter of what you would want for you know a wrestler she goes out and she's calm she's confident she goes out and um wrestles her best matches she's a good sportsman i just i can't talk enough about grace i just think she's fantastic with swat it is not just like every other wrestling team that is just one school competing against one another but rather multiple schools combined on one team that is why it is so important to create a family atmosphere with these girls, something that Coach Sal sees as being unique and special to her team. I think a big part of SWAT is our team atmosphere and our family atmosphere. Um, we get together and we do a lot of things as a team and as a family because it's it's hard with three different schools spanning across all of Cass County and into Adair County. And so... Um, we, we try and build that team atmosphere because once we have that team atmosphere, everybody's pushing each other and everybody is there supporting each other and very little adversity on my team. So that is very, very important to me. And um, that's one of the things that we focus on a lot is, you know, teamwork, even though it's an individual sport, essentially. But right. um, and then going into January. I, I always say it, but iron sharpens iron. The best wrestler in the room is going to make our other wrestlers stronger. So the Grace Britton goes around and wrestles with whoever will wrestle with her. And I think that's just amazing at, at, to show as a leader on our team. The reason for the spark and success this season for SWAT is their honesty with what they need to improve on. They've been hitting the mats and helping one another in what they need to do in order to get better as a team rather than a bunch of individuals on the mats. The film room has also been a key in helping create this path of success that we have seen this season. Critiquing their own matches, we have a uh, you know, film that they can look, and I think that helps as well. So just, we're going to do that a lot over break, is like watch our matches and let them critique them and say, well, what should you have done here? And I think those types of things are what helps our wrestlers get stronger. SWAT will take a break until they hit the mats on January 5th as they host the SWAT Girls Duels. I'm Zach Callens reporting. And the Iowa State men's basketball team faced off at home against Eastern Illinois last night and continued their winning streak at home in the Hilton Coliseum. The Cyclones blew past the Panthers 80-48 after not looking back from the halftime score of 39-26 in favor of the Cyclones. 
The victory comes on the backs of Curtis Jones, who dropped 18 of the night with Tamman Lipsy and Robert Jones right behind him, both with a cool 16 points. Lipsy also had seven assists, six rebounds, and swiped away four steals from the Panthers. Iowa State is back in action on Sunday, December 31st, versus New Hampshire once again with home court advantage with tip-off at noon on KSOM. And fourth, the Ridded Iowa Hawkeye women hosted unranked Loyal of Chicago for a non-conference matchup. Last night, if you're a Hawkeye fan, you were unimpressed by the action in the first half, but the Rambler fans uh, loved how they played uh, with the usually high-powered offense and even had a lead of 7 and one point before halftime. At that point, I would only be leading the unranked squad by 5, 51-46. Coach Lisa Bluter cooked up to something at halftime, though, as the Hawks outscored Loyola 46-23 in the second half, including Caitlin Clark going 6-for-8 shooting, with 16 points in the third quarter for the 98-69 win as they moved to 12-1 on the season. Caitlin Clark had a triple-double last night, 35 points, 17 rebounds, and 10 assists. More sports on the web at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Tom Robinson with this sports update. 